This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, folks, I'm all about working smarter, not harder. Running a successful e-commerce business can be really convoluted, and honestly, you have enough going on. So I want to introduce you guys to ShipStation. I love using ShipStation because it makes it so much easier to automate all my shipping tasks, and I can manage all my orders in one simple dashboard. Work less and ship more with ShipStation, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code TECHNEWS to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com code TECHNEWS. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks sank lower Monday, extending a sell-off that began last week after hawkish comments by Fed Chair Jerome Powell at the central bank's gathering in Jackson Hole. The S&P 500 fell 0.7%, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average shed 180 points, or roughly 0.6%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq composite again led losses tumbling another 1%. Meanwhile, in the bond market, the benchmark 10-year Treasury note held above 3.1%, and the two-year Treasury yield topped 3.4%, hitting its highest level since 2007, earlier in the trading day. The moves come after Powell reiterated on Friday in Wyoming that the Fed will continue to intervene aggressively to combat inflation, even at the expense of economic growth. The Nasdaq plunged 3.9% following the remarks, and the S&P 500 tanked 3.3% with both indexes logging their biggest one-day drop since June 13th on the heels of Powell's speech. The Dow erased 1,000 points during the session, or roughly 3%. Chair Powell's speech was a good reminder that two-year Treasury yields are more important to equity markets than whether the FOMC moves by 50 or 75 basis points at upcoming meetings. Datatrack's Nicholas Colas said in a Monday note, pointing out that U.S. large-cap stocks have been sensitive to the two-year benchmark. The jump in two-year yields from 2.28% to 3.45% in mid-June was what cracked equity valuations, with the S&P hitting its June 16th low after yields peaked on June 14th at 3.45%, Cola said. And once two-year yields leveled out near 3%, the S&P 500 rallied 17% through August 16th. The most significant risk to stocks is weakness in earnings, according to Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson who indicated that while the first half of the year was dictated by Federal Reserve policy and tighter financial conditions, the second half will be determined by earnings expectations for next year. As a result, equity investors should be laser-focused on this risk, not the Fed, particularly as we enter the seasonally weakest time of the year for earnings revisions, and inflation further eats into margins and demand, Wilson said. Wells Fargo head of global asset allocation strategy Tracy McMillian asserted a similar view in an interview with Yahoo Finance Live on Friday. What we heard today was that growth is too strong, McMillian said. What that means for earnings is that we're likely going to have to see some cuts to Q3 and Q4 earnings expectations. The earnings season is nearing an end, but results from several headliners remain on tap for investors this week, including Best Buy, HP, Big Lots, Chewy, Lululemon Athletica, and Broadcom. 
For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer.